1: The Von Eric family is legendary. He was
2: kind of a bully.
1: Lance, Lance by chance for Von Erich. Erich. Chance.
2: They were afraid I would go to WWF, so they kind of, on television, it, that I wasn't a real Von Eric.
1: Find out what Lance talked about in his book. You know
2: how many people that I've worked with that are, are dead, especially with world class. Many, many, many people took steroids on top of the other drugs. Chris Adams, headbutted the, the co pilot.
1: And find out what happened when Lance left
2: Dallas. I used to run guns from the States to South Africa and got busted in the UK.
1: Lance, Lance by chance. chance. Wrestling, Wrestling is, is, is by chance Buy your book today at Russellville.com or on Amazon.
0: You're listening to the Russellville Podcast. This is Stonewall Remsen. Keep tuned, and as always, the Conquest continues.
1: You're listening to the Russellville Podcast. I'm your host, Vinny Berry. And my guest today is Stonewall Remsen, professional wrestler of almost two years, right? What has your career been like, you know, for the the short time that you've been in? A little over a year and a half, almost two years. Um, How's it been? How's it
0: going? Uh, It's been tremendous. And of course, you have your ups and downs, highs and lows, but I look at this as a business, as it is, and I go for every opportunity I can. So the hardest thing I've come is just trying to find opportunities that I feel I should have, prove myself, and then having other people feel like I'm not there and they have to go out there and prove it, which is nothing hard for me to do. I like competition. I like competing. So it's just an each step. And I feel for the short time, there's only a handful of people here has done it as short as me has got further than I've done it. So. I have nothing negative to say. I'm very happy where I'm at. I just want to keep pushing myself further to go higher. Let's talk a little bit about your size. You're 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 a pretty big guy, right? Um uh, roughly 6'2, 290 pounds. Got a little flab on me, but mostly just muscle mass. I'm at um 25% body fat for that, but most of my background from boxing, powerlifting, strongman and actual Greco-Roman wrestling, I know how to use my size for where I need to.
1: Yeah, so you definitely have a mixed martial arts background, right? Sure. Yeah, yeah. And and how do you feel that uh, being able to pull from all those different styles? How do you think that helps you in the ring of pro
0: wrestling? I feel like it helps me. set It sets me aside because you have nowadays, and there's nothing wrong with it, because you have niches. Every every form of entertainment or form of competition or form of anything is a niche, and I feel me being the way I am, I fit more of an old school, hard hitting, straightforward, no nonsense type, which a lot of people are turned off because you have certain things that's being highlighted where people care more about gymnastic type of flips or doing dives. That's not in my forte. I can do flips, I can do handstands, but I wrestle in a way that makes sense to me. If I'm trying to beat you, why am I going to risk my chance to? make a crowd happy when I can get the crowd to cheer by laying you out with one strike. The same reaction without me hurting myself, but just hurting you. So I feel that me having a legit background, how I carry myself helps set myself aside. I have the strength. I have the size. and light on my feet. Anything that I need to do, I can do, but I do it in my own way that sets me aside from everybody else still wrestling the cookie cutter, dive, flip, jump, do this, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah right. Absolutely, absolutely. Kind of. Um, well, I mean, you you could put any kind of name on it, you know. Uh, maybe
0: a, I don't know. Is it is it kind of old school? Yeah, I, I have no problem being old school. Uh, yeah. So you said I have an old school approach. Yeah. Old yeah. school still works. Was the reason why we're here.
1: Absolutely, I totally agree with you 100. You know, if if you're going to have wrestling on the marquee, you need to have wrestling in the ring, right?
0: Right, 100. There you
1: Yeah. All right. So we were talking, and you have uh, trained and, and wrestled. You have trained with a couple of places that I'm familiar with. I'm familiar with Steve Kirby and MPX up in. What is that, uh, Hearst, Ulyss Bedford, up uh, in the Dallas area? What was that experience like for you?
0: I enjoyed it very much. I would have to say that because I just moved to Texas and a lot of issues of family and things like that, I couldn't give it my 100% all like I wanted to and had some injuries that kind of held me back. So I was there for roughly about nine months until we had to move to East Texas. But other than that, the experience was great. From being there, I got to meet a lot of big-name people, as ACH, Dan Housen, Athena, Matthew Palmer, James Storms, a handful of people that came through there at security. I learned about production, how the show goes together, working in the ring, and that's how I actually learned how to do some of these flips and things, because you had to do that, <laughs> had things. But it, it gave me a nice solid base of what we needed to do, and then when I left there and moved to Longview, Texas, which is out east Texas, I went to a place called League Alliance that's on, ran and operated by Chris Preston and was there for a month. He saw where it's at and started putting me on shows. From there, I was going wherever I can to get booked. I came across some places in Arkansas, throughout East Texas, even went down to Livingston outside of Houston. And then I got lucky enough. And when I applied, out of 3,500 people, only 10 people, 10 to 12 people got selected to go to Rose Academy out of 3,500 submissions for well, August camp that started, and then I went to the Rose Academy, and I feel me going there made so much of a bigger difference because everything that people was telling me, saying you gotta do this, you gotta do that, or give me lessons or give me advice. Well, I went to Rose Academy, and Dustin Rose was there, hands on teaching us everything. It started clicking, and until not the best, I would never say I'm the best, but my understanding, my psychology, and everything makes me catch up to a lot of quicker things. I'm still, okay, this is how you do this. This It's how you put this. Worry about this and worry about that. And once I came from there, I feel like my game really evolved. Just for those three months, everything from the whole year of training I've done in those three months just put and consolidated. And now I'm on the road. I'm still evolving, but I will hold everything for the three months I did with Dustin Rose at the Rose Academy. You know what? I, 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 I believe it. I
1: believe it. The guy's been in the business for a long time, been guys was probably watching his dad wrestle when he was still in diapers. Right. I mean, so he's, I mean, he's been around wrestling. Any Anything that guy says about wrestling, I would, yes, sir. Yes. You
0: know, right. Press it down. So easily understand. And, Another thing I loved about it, because you have people that will teach you, you have to do it this way, this way, this way. He has his way, don't get me wrong. But he will see, okay, you have, you're having trouble with this, so he'll break it down show a different way for you to do it for everybody. Because everybody has certain things they're good at, some things they're not. And they're helping us, learning how to put ourselves in a character or how to move in a ring and showcase. And most importantly, working the camera. Two underrated things about Rose Wrestling Academy. It teaches you how to work a camera because you'll be surprised how many people are great on the indie scene, but when they get in front of a camera and don't know how to actually work a camera, and also teach you about the business side. Once I came from Rose Academy, me financially for wrestling increased better because I understood how to market myself, understood what to look for, understand how contracts work, understand how to write off me driving to places that get tax returns for gas miles. These are things you don't really learn if you go to a regular wrestling school anywhere in Indies. It's going to teach you how to do the moves and not actually how to operate in the business. So how to work a camera and how to operate the business are two things that are very underrated. And I will forever be grateful that I learned at Rose Academy that I would highly recommend anybody to find somewhere, if not the Rose Academy, that would teach you those two things.
1: Right, right. Yeah. You know, I, I've heard some good things about it. I've never heard. No one's told me that, which is – how ideal, right? I mean, you know, anybody can – I mean, anybody can teach you how to wrestle, right? I don't know if anybody can teach you how to wrestle as well as Dustin has been able to wrestle. <laughs> let's let's just call it what uh, it is. The guy's, the guy's good. I, I mean, uh, I'll, I'll pay a ticket, right? Um, but, yeah, bringing all the experience that he has – all the, the wealth of knowledge that he has, I mean, it's gotta be it's gotta be priceless, man. I mean, I I, I just I, I I he's probably a white a walking encyclopedia for progress.
0: Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? He's so down to earth, too. That's the funniest thing about it. Like when you first meet him, I've been around tall guys, but obviously I grew up watching him as a kid. So when I first met him, me and sis for I was like, oh wow. It was like, really catch on. But he's so down to earth and so humble, even at his age and everything he's done, that he just he treats himself like a regular person. He actually cares about what everybody is doing. He cares about the business. He cares about his students. Uh, It's a experience I will never forget. Now, you you said that out of how many applicants? My understanding was about 3,500. It was a lot. Even when we was there and he was still, because we were up a Nets camp, he would just show us a handful when I was coming through the office, and he just had hundreds of papers just going through, looking through who he wants to get, because you have to submit your picture, your background, who you are, and he has to, he goes through and pick who he think would be the best option for the school. Because it's, it's uh, three months, and it's intense, because it's about three to four days in a row, and it's not a little slacking thing. We come there. To- we have the deck card workout. We go and pick exercise he'll tell us. And we got to start running there. And then we do our drills, run, cardio. Then we start working about the lesson a day. And then and we do another drill working on cardio. So it's nonstop. So if you're not in shape or you're not mentally ready. He's looking for that. It's not going to work. So he's had picking people he feels is going to be successful there.
1: So Stonewall, when you submitted your application,
0: how – How long was it that you heard back from him? I submitted my application, I believe, around May, May or April. And I heard back in July right before it started in August. It started August, after August 20th. I had a match August 20th, so I think it started that, that Monday, that Friday, the week after. I can't remember the exact date, but it was near the end of August. And and so they go for three months, right? So you probably go up until what the beginning of December or so? Oh uh, actually we're still November. Uh, we do our showcase. If um you go to Rose Wrestling Academy uh, a YouTube channel, um it's a showcase that we do. And I was on the uh Fringe Camp Sits, so you can find the Camp Sits showcase and you can see all the matches there. And you know, you you shared about
1: uh, you know what the experience meant for you but with what do you think it was for some of the people that
0: were with you
1: right because there's only 10 right
0: uh, it's, it was great you have um, we have this young lady named Sophie her name is um, Harley Jane now she since she's been there she never took a bum a day in her life she went there and she stayed and went for the next camp Because Dustin Lover and she was actually on AEW when Jay Carver was still the TBS champion and got to wrestle her on a match. And now she's on OVW and she's actually the reigning, defending uh, Rose Wrestling Academy women's champion there. You got people like Slim Seven who was in the camp, two camps before me, that still trains, goes there. Um, The guy wrestled in the um, academy, he was a college basketball player originally, locally. And he's doing good now. He actually, even in a short time, he's made the list for the top 500 Hispanic wrestlers in the, on the indie scene in that short time. So, and other people, um, this guy named Eric, haven't seen things done. Some people come here and then they leave and don't really do much go. And some people just take it and go. Because one thing with Dustin was saying, because you're here don't mean it's going to take you there. You have to work. And unless you come there constantly, you see something push you, it was great. We had a guy from Australia, actually, that was already wrestling for three years and he came there and he, was, and he helped make him better. And just, you'll get, if you come there and want it to make yourself better, you'll get what you want. If you come there, because he starts you from the basics and builds you up. If you come there thinking you know everything, you're not going to get what you need. Because a lot of people get stuck in like, I got to learn this way, and this is the only way you do it. And honestly, that's what messes people up in WWE. I don't know if you remember, a long time ago, WWE said he was not caring about getting indie wrestling as he one of athletes. The reason being is because a lot of indie wrestlers get stuck in this mind frame of this is the only way you do it. This is my way of doing it. And if you get stuck that way, you're not going to be able to grow and get better. So a lot of times indie guys will go to WWE Tribe performance and they're like, hey, do it like this, do it like this. And they will argue. Even myself, I caught myself a few times fighting against what Dustin was trying to teach me instead of just going by it. And when I finally did, stuff started clicking. So if you come there with a closed mind, you're not going to get anything out of it. If you go there with an open mind, regardless how long you've been wrestling, because you'll take anybody, it doesn't matter how long you're wrestling, you'll actually learn the little nuances, the very basics, because the basics is what makes anything. I don't care how athletic you are. I don't care you do a 450 splash. If you can't understand the basics and work the basics, you're never going to be as successful as you can. Oh, absolutely. In anything.
1: Correct. Yeah, in, in anything. That... But- Oh, I I know. I know. I know how to do an Attitude is, it's going to cause you more trouble
0: than anything else. And it gets hard. Like I said, even myself, as young as I was, I got taught this. And I'm thinking, like, I learned from this person. I learned from this person, this person, this person. I think it's the right way. And it's no wrong. It's no one right way. But if somebody's teaching you something, go with the way they're teaching you because they're teaching you for a reason. And a few things he's changed up for me. I see and I understand it, and I actually like that way better than the way I was taught originally.
1: Right. I was going to ask you when he was kind of breaking you down and kind of taking you back up th- from the, you know, from the ground up, did you, did you like, uh, did you kind of like find
0: some holes in your game, so to speak? Oh, 100%. <laughs> 100%. Uh, it was a lot of things that I, I knew, it was, I knew I still had a long way to go, but there's a lot of things I realized I had an even further way to go. And it helped tighten me up a lot better. Like, I watched my matches before and after, and I was like, oh, my God, I can't. <laughs> it's so much of a difference.
1: All right. All right. Well, Stonewall, it has been very good talking to you. I've enjoyed uh, learning about the Rhodes Academy, and I've enjoyed learning about your experience in pro wrestling.
0: I'm glad you're having me. Anytime you want to come back, I'm looking forward to, if you don't mind, I'd like to drop, if anybody would look, be interested in see any of my matches or look anything up, it's real simple, at Stonewall Remsen, S-T-O-N-E-W-A-L-L, last name Remson, R-E-M-S-O-N, Google me, baby, YouTube, Instagram, anything simple as that, just type that in and you'll find everything you need about me. All right. All right. Well, thank you again, man. It's been a pleasure.
1: Thank you for having me. I'll come back another time. You're listening to the Russellville podcast where wrestling lives.
2: Poet,
1: the bon Eric family is
2: legendary. He was kind of a bully. Lance, Lance By Chance, chance Russ- Russ- as bon bon Eric. Chance. They were afraid I would go to WWF. So they kind of, on television, it, that I wasn't the real Bon Eric.
1: Find out what Lance talked about in his book. You
2: know how many people that I've worked with that are, are dead, especially with world class. Many, many, many people took steroids on top of the other drugs. Chris Adams headbutted the, the co-pilot.
1: And find out what happened when Lance left Dallas. I
2: used to run guns from the States to South Africa and got busted in the UK. Lance, Lance by chance. Wrestling as a boner.
1: Buy your book today at wrestlebill.com or on Amazon.